doing the second section here. If you guys are ready for it, I'm going to come fast and furious. You guys ready? Right, so he said, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace along with those who call the Lord of a pure heart. So I am preaching on faith. You guys excited to learn about faith? Faith is an amazing thing. In Hebrews it says it's impossible to please God without faith. That's pretty powerful. So it's like, okay, if it's impossible, then I probably should learn more about it. Right? Yeah. And I think if we were to stand everybody up here and say, what is faith? Tell me what faith is. I think a lot of people will say a lot of different things, to be very honest. I think people say it kind of like the word love. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it gets tossed around so much. Mm -hmm. It loses its, its, its man, it, it loses its power, you know? Like, it, are there words in, the, in your life like, like, I trust you, you know? I heard the other day, it, it's easier to say I love you than it is to say, I trust you. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? That's true. So true. So true. But today, we're going to learn about what faith looks like. And we're going to learn it from none other than the master himself. Turn your Bibles to John chapter 4. I've only got one point for you guys this morning. And that point is always drinking, but always thirsty. If, you, if you're there in John chapter 4, it's in verse 6. We see this awesome scene start. It says, Jacob's well was there, and Jesus, tired as he was from the journey, sat down by the well. It was about the sixth hour. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, you were a Jew, and I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For Jews do not associate with Samaritans. Jesus asked her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can I get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? Who gave us this well and drank from it himself, as did our sons and his flocks and herds? Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will, in, will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I won't get thirsty and have to keep coming back here to draw water. He told her, Go, call your husband and come back. I have no husband, she replied. Jesus said to her, you are right when you say you have no husband. The fact is, you have had five husbands, and the man you now have is not your husband. What you have said, just said, is quite true. Wow, this is, this is a powerful interaction. And you might be asking yourself, okay, well, I don't get it. How does this have to do with faith? Right? Where's the connection here? Well, here's a powerful thing. If you keep reading in 2 Timothy, if, you, if you're taking notes, go back home, read 2 Timothy. It says don't get in foolish arguments, but be gentle and patient with people so that they would repent. What we see here is we see Jesus sitting by a well, tired and thirsty. That boggles my mind that the creator of the universe allows himself to be tired and thirsty. I don't know if that's ever struck you before, but here he is in a state of weakness. And he looks at this woman and he says, help. 
And she looks at him and she's like, uh, this is weird you're even talking to me. If you guys aren't familiar, Samaritan is a mixed breed, okay? Uh, Jews and Gentiles basically, uh, you know, uh, weren't supposed to be together, and they were, and so they created what they called Samaritans. So it's this half-breed, and both cultures shunned them, pushed them away. And so here's this woman looking at this Jewish man saying, why are you talking to me? And he asks her, can you help me? And, and then he... He, he says, I'm thirsty, and she looks at him, and she's like, why are you talking to me? And he's like, well, if you knew who I was, you knew what I'd be able to give you. I'd be able to give you this, this thing called living water. And she looks at him, and she's like, well, all she sees is, is a man that's tired by a well with no bucket. And she's like, uh, how are you supposed to give me anything? You have nothing to offer. Hmm. And I think a lot of times we can come in here and be like that with God. What do you have to give me? What do you have to give me? You've got nothing to offer me. I'm looking at you. I'm looking at your people. I'm looking at your church. I'm looking at your Bible. I'm looking at your life. You have nothing I want. Or nothing that you can give. I can see it. It doesn't look like it. We kind of look at the facts that are physical. We kind of do our own analysis. And we're like, that's all it is, right? And I think in a lot of ways, Jesus, he's the master at giving faith, okay? Follow me here. He's teaching her something valuable. It's called faith, okay? He says in verse 10, he says, Jesus answered her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Mm -hmm. Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? In verse 13, Jesus answered, Whoever drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. This is powerful. Guys, this is powerful. He says, if you come here to this well, here's this woman. She's got her water jar. She's coming out. She's getting water. We don't have to do that anymore. It's America. You turn on the tap, right? But there's a time we had to go out and get water. So she's there. Bring your water jar. And Jesus says, listen, if, if, if you keep drinking this, you're going to have to keep coming back. Right? And who's had water today? They had water yesterday. Right? Hopefully they had water before that. Are you guys with me here? Like, these are real people. It's an interaction that happened to the conversation. You know? And he's saying, you, you will be thirsty again. This is a spiritual conversation he's asking. And it's amazing what the response is. Okay? <laughs> If you look at this woman's life, she had had five husbands, okay? Her whole life had centered around men. Mm -hmm. There's someone very close in my life who's lived a similar life. And it's amazing how the more you go through, you go one of two directions. You either get more humble and willing to change and learn, or you get more stubborn and unwilling to learn. And the attitude is, you don't know what I've been through. Right? You don't know what I've been through. Yep. You can't tell me what to do. And who are you to challenge my faith? <laughs> you have not been where I've been. Right? But here's Jesus. He's having this interaction. And he's looking at her. And he's saying, listen, when you come here to this well, you're going to have to keep coming back. But I have something to give you that you won't ever thirst. And she's like, ha, jackpot. Give it to me. Where can I get this water? You know? I'd say that too. I'd be like, what? Water? <laughs> Bob, I'm down. Like, show me. I don't have to keep coming back here. Perfect. This is sweet. 
But do you guys remember in verse 10, he says, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who asks you? She was looking at the gift. She got that part. Yeah. She's like, oh, the gift. The gift? Okay. I won't be thirsty anymore. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. Well, let me help you understand what that means, what Jesus is really pointing out. She's coming here with her water jar, and she's getting water to quench her thirst. Listen, everyone here has a water jar, okay? And you're going somewhere yes. to quench that thirst. Mm -hmm. What are you thirsty for? Okay, let's bring it back home. This is about you and God. What are you thirsty for? Some people, it's video games. Some people, it's working two jobs. Some people, it's eating. Some people, it's sleeping. Like, what are you doing? There's this pain in your heart that you're trying to quench. Some people are doing it by just going to church. You know, you check it off the list and you're like, all right, I've, I've, I've done my thing, but you still don't feel quenched. You're still thirsty, right? For me, it was, it was drugs, it was alcohol, it was working like crazy. It was chasing girls. It was trying to do things. I was running from the cops, wrecking my car. Like, I didn't care because I wanted to feel quenched. I was so thirsty. I was so thirsty. Can you guys relate to me? Oh, yeah. Yeah? yeah? I, mean, can, I mean, I'm not alone here, right? Yeah. I think there's a lot of people, all of us, a lot of us, we just blitzed the campus for two weeks. And less than 30 people reached out to thousands of people yeah. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And trust me when I say this. But we saw a lot of evil desires. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's amazing how we ourselves can look at that and be like, man, why, why am I not doing that? Mm -hmm. You know? Why, why, why am I choosing a different path? Why am I fleeing evil desires and choosing to pursue faith and love and all these feel-good things? Why am, I, why am I doing that? Have you ever asked yourself that question? Yeah. And have to battle that? Yeah. yeah. Well, let me ask you. What was it like before when you were there? Right. <laughs> Don't think yourself out. That stuff doesn't quench. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. How many people do you have to sleep with to know that? Mm. Come on, Jeff. How many men? How many women? Preach, How many STDs? Right. Preach. How many abortions? Mm. Don't fake yourself out. Those women there are getting abortions. Okay? It's real. There's so many people there who are crying in the dark because they're scared. Mm -hmm. You know? I think Delaney did such a great job yeah. talking about that. Mm -hmm. She's like, I just wanted to be cool. I just wanted people to love me. They're lost too. They don't know how to love. You want something from someone who can't give it. Mm -hmm. You're taking your water jar to a well and you're going to keep being thirsty. Going back Know what I mean? Yeah. And here's Jesus. He's looking at her and he's saying, if you only knew who I was, you'd be asking me for a drink. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't be looking at my water jar. You'd be asking me for a drink. Yeah. And look at what her answer is. He says, go and get your husband. Mm -hmm. Now what's he doing? He's saying, I need to show you who I am. Because once you understand who I am, that's when the real things start to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just think, just because you know Jesus' name doesn't mean you know who he is. Right. Just because you've been to church all your life doesn't mean you know who he is. Right. I went to church all throughout my teenage <laughs> years, and I was doing drugs in the parking lot. You know? I would have looked you right in the eyes and told you I was a Christian, too. I would have meant it. <laughs> that 
Mm. I'm like, yep, I am a Christian, you know? Mm. Why? Because I wouldn't have called myself a Buddhist. I wouldn't have told you I was an atheist. You know, it was comfortable. It's what I knew. Yeah. Are you guys with me here? Yeah. Yeah. So here he says, he's like, okay, go get your husband. There's, I have to teach you the other half. Go get your husband. She says, I don't have a husband. And he says, you're right. You've had five. Now picture this woman's life, okay? Picture this. A lot of people in here want to get married, amen? You're looking for that special someone, you know? This is like the, the, the why, you know, the, 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 the relationship, the love, the dream, the partner, you know, the hope, the feel good, the family, you know what I'm talking about? Like, what is being married all about? You know, going through life with someone who, who shares the same values, who wants to fight alongside you. It's something special. It's something beautiful. But what if that ended? You know? And you had to do it again. And you had the guts to pick yourself up and do it again. Some of us in here have done that. You had the guts to pick yourself up and do it again. Build these dreams again. Hope again. Try again. Love again. Give your heart again. And then it's ended. She's had five husbands. Okay? Imagine the pain she's been through. Imagine her heart. How hard it must be. Come on, bro. You know what I'm talking about? Like I said, someone very close to me has lived this life. I know exactly what it looks like to get more stubborn. I know exactly what it looks like to give your heart and become more independent. Mm -hmm. Here's this woman, and he's talking to Jesus, and he's teaching her something valuable. It's faith. Now, what is yeah. faith? Faith is confident trust. Mm -hmm. Okay? Confident trust. He's teaching her how to trust him. Yeah. Okay? And he's teaching her how to stop trusting in the world. Yeah. She's been pursuing the world her whole life. Yeah. And in this small conversation... Jesus says something very profound, but actually we get to see this woman's heart. Look at verse 11, and we see something very fascinating. Back up to verse 10, he says, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that asked you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Sir, the woman said, You have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Now, you can look at that and say this is the physical well that she's talking about. But the facts are is that this is this woman's heart. Her well is very deep. And you've got nothing to draw with. You know what I mean? There's people in here who've been through some stuff. And if you don't have a bucket and you don't know how to get into that well, it's very deep. People have been through stuff. They've lost important people. They've been through hard things. And they look at you, and they're like, you don't have a bucket. This well is deep. You know? Jesus is like, listen, I know who you are, and I know how deep your well is. Ask me anyways. So you're not too far gone. Amen? Amen. You know that? Like, you're not too far gone. Right. If you draw close to God, he'll give you what you need, which is yes. what? Faith. Trust in him. Mm -hmm. Right? Trust in him. I want to show you who this Jesus is. Are Come you ready? Bro. I'm going to close with this. Turn with you in your Bible to Matthew chapter 11. Come on, Jesse. I think the mindset is that, uh, and I know I certainly battled with this. Um, you know, if you get approached by someone who's actually walking the talk, you know, they're actually living the Christian life, you know, they're reading their Bible and they're actually doing it, you know, and they come to you and they say, hey, 
Listen, God says you got to give up these things. There's a lot of things you got to give up, right? The evil desires of your youth. Right. Mm -hmm. And you're like, oh man, how can I do that? Right? How can I do that? Because in, in, in our minds, I'm guilty of this. I'm thinking, geez, I'm, I'm working around the clock. I'm stressed out. I'm so angry. I'm so tired. I'm so frustrated. What do you mean you want to take away cereals? <laughs> right? What do you mean you want to take away video games? That's all I got. <laughs> My life would totally suck if you take away these things I'm medicating with. You want to take right. away marijuana? What do you mean? You know, I would kill my kids if I didn't have cigarettes, you know? <laughs> they wouldn't make it. <laughs> you know, a lot of people think that way. You mean you want to take about alcoholism? Like, uh, me and my wife wouldn't get along, you know? I'm just being real. Are we going to be real here today? Like, this is two ways. Like, it's a real thing. Your sin isn't the thing that's keeping you going. It's a well that you have to keep going back to, right? That's what we're talking about here. You have to keep going back. Keep going back. It's not filling you. Right? It's not filling you. But Jesus, he says, listen, if you knew who I was and the gift that I have to give, you'll be quenched. You'll be quenched. And not only will you be quenched now, but it's going to grow into something eternal. Wow. It's such a bigger picture than right now. Yeah. It's such a bigger picture. And Jesus was a master at teaching faith. Look at me with chapter 11 of, of the book of Matthew. And go all the way to verse 28. This on, is Jesus bro. speaking, and this is beautiful. You ready? He says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. Mm. Wow. Guys, don't say, listen, I'm too busy for God. Right. Don't say I've got too much pressure from school. Don't say my kids are taking so much time that I can't learn how to draw close to God. Wow. Please, 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 please turn back to John chapter 4 and look what this woman does. Come on, bro. Look please look what she does. Look at her response the second she sees who Jesus is. Come on. In verse 27... It says, just then, his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with the woman. But no one asked, what do you want or why are you talking with her? Then, leaving her water jar, the woman went back to the town and said to the people, come, see a man who told me everything I ever did. Could this be the Christ? They came out of the town and made their way towards him. Skip down to verse 42. He said to the woman, we no longer believe just because of what you said. Now we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this man really is the Savior of the world. Amen? Amen. He's really the Savior of the world. You've got to see him for who he is. And put your water jar down, whatever that thing is. For her, it was one thing. It was meant. Right. For you, it's going to be one thing. Wow. For me, it was a selfish ambition. It was a dream, a goal, a whatever it was. It was greed, if you really get down to it. Mm. Put the water jar down. Mm. Put... Learn his yard. Right. Just be humble. He's humble. He's willing to change. It's worth it. God is awesome. To God be all the glory. Come on, bro.